0: This is Detroit Talk City. Welcome to Detroit Talk City, the refuge for KISS Army Draft Dodgers. I'm your host, Scott Malone. With me, as always, is one, the only, Christopher Cook. Hi, everybody. Hi, Scott. Hey, Chris. How you doing, buddy? I'm
1: doing fucking great.
0: How the hell are you feeling today?
1: Um, I'm feeling... It's not hungover, but yeah. it's like just it's not okay. as great as I should.
0: It's like a different kind of pain.
1: Yeah. Well, th- welcome to the show, everybody, <laughs> to the third episode of this Detroit talk city nonsense
0: so, we're doing so glad you decided to stick around or maybe it's your first time maybe because you just love this damn album that we're going to be talking about just oh. to just to tease it oh and i want to know that person <laughs> that's a person i
1: want to get to know there,
0: there's deeply. a lot of people that i want to know like what the hell were they thinking with with a lot of this um, but we'll we'll get into we're, it. we're getting
1: away because what what could have happened last night that would make us feel to, like to garbage today
0: to immediately ask how the hell are you feeling yeah, well, I, let's get into it. Last night we saw, in my opinion, they're they're my favorite band right now. I think Chris might yep. agree with it. But we saw the Bronx, goddamn powerhouse of a
1: punk rock, rock and roll band. Yeah, it was a very singular experience, like one of the coolest shows I've ever been to. I I don't think I've ever seen
0: anything like it. I, yeah, like, either. Like okay, so let's 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 talk about it. First of all, um, they come out on stage and it's already loud as 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 fuck you know no. it's so loud and the crowd is getting into it immediately you know like like they there were some good openers yep. you know with when people were starting to get a little rowdy but this mm-hmm. is where things went out into the
1: stratosphere <laughs> cuz he uh Matt the lead singer did three songs on stage? I
0: thought it was like five. It doesn't matter. It was, it, it was a small amount compared to the probably 20 songs that they played. Yeah. Because the next thing you know, he's down on the floor with, all, with everybody watching the show. And I shit you not, listeners, he proceeded to perform the rest of the show on the floor. From the pit. <laughs> From the pit. Moshing. And accorded mic. And it's not. It's not like people were standing away, or he was in one spot.
1: Like he was everywhere. Yeah. Um. For good portions of the show, he was in. in like in your... I could have reached out and hugged him. Like, like like you. He he put the microphone in front of you, and you got to sing. What song was it? That? Was it was during White Guilt? Just yeah. like
0: during the chorus, and like he just like we were singing it together, and he then he just like laughed because you know it, was, it just it, it was so awesome.
1: Yeah. I. I I, still it's the day after and I'm still like just going over and remembering like oh my god that happened too it was it was like and
0: it it was we we were driving to the show and I was saying to you like you know we're getting up there in the years and like I'm really gonna try and not rock out so much because honestly I'm not 16 anymore I can't just headbang I don't Mm -hmm. have long hair anymore Mm -hmm. you know it's like And it feels like you get in a car crash, you know, (laughs) and that sucks. And a car crash where there was an explosion, so your ears are ringing. (laughs) Exactly. And and after making that uh, proclamation that you know I'm gonna really try to take it easy, it took all of one second to just immediately start jumping around. And I really don't do that very much anymore. Mm -hmm. But it it was it was infectious.
1: (laughs) Well, it was I forget which song it was, but he drew the whole crowd in a, like around him in like a circle like at like a church revival. I think it and was during got, Knife Man. And he yeah. got everyone in close <laughs> for the breakdown and then <laughs> it just exploded. Just and, like a wave and I felt like I was 17 again cuz I was jumping and pushing people and like I don't that's those d- days are behind me in my punk rock days. For like, sure. I have no interest but for a good 15 20 seconds I was in it and then I was like hold on Chris what like
0: yeah, i know like you just you, you you couldn't help yourself and that then it was like you know i was enjoying it so much but then you know you're also being reminded of like why you stopped doing it and not just for the physical aspects mm-hmm. well i guess it's physical i mean like the smell of a mosh pit i oh, mean yeah. my god I, f- I forgot
1: and just the damp dudes that you're pushing like, away as they like go the, into the like, ones
0: that are like so into it like the one dude in the button-up shirt yeah like i and, don't know what's going on well, there it's
1: they're like they're, they're definitely working through some shit like <laughs> right. <laughs> right but you just wish they'd wear like uh, like breathable clothes that allowed them to sweat a little bit yeah and um,
0: it was it was like the only time i was ever taken out of the show was like at one point i i, I thought to myself like what kind of deodorant does that guy wear? Yeah, and <laughs> he, he was wearing with... <laughs> like a
1: silk button-up shirt that was just disgusting. Yeah,
0: like like we were each like I was just I was wearing like a an open open hoodie and a t-shirt, and I was soaked to the bone, wet from sweat, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, wet sweat. wet sweat. Um, so I can't imagine, you know, <laughs> like there was one larger fellow, uh-huh. you know, with the in the yellow hoodie. Oh you yeah. know? like. <laughs> yellow hoodie and like black sweatpants and just you know clomping around the room the whole time it was
1: yeah he was a shorter guy but that was a big 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 dude dude. big dude um yeah not to jump away from the bronx performance itself but before the bronx went up the uh opening band no parents was oh yeah they were great and i was outside having a cigarette oh cool uh, Before the bronx (laughs) super cool guys and uh, the band, No Parents, were outside. Like I walked outside of the venue, and it was just those three band guys from LA. There, yeah. yeah, and and I got to chat with them for about five minutes, which was awesome. They had just the Bronx and them had just come from Vancouver. They had done a show. Was it two nights before? Two nights prior in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. and the 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 lead singer of No Parents was like, "Is it supposed to be this cold right now?" <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's uh, when the show happened, it was April fourth. April fourth. April fourth yeah. Yeah. in Edmonton, and it's still. Fucking it's still freezing. ridiculously cold for the and, time of year. And I right told now. them I was like, "No, it's not normal." And they and they were like, "We we drove her from Vancouver and like we we're LA boys." <laughs> they said they almost died yeah. on the on the highway coming to Edmonton. Yeah. But they were super cool. And from where we were standing on the street above us in the building was the green room for the bands, and you could hear Matt from from the Bronx, <laughs> from the Bronx doing his screaming warm ups, man.
0: So awesome! That is truly one of the great things about the Starlight Room. You yeah. know, like I have some complaints about that room. Of course, the fucking membership tax that they yeah. that they that they get you every time. I actually liked this time around. The girl didn't even pretend
1: to take my name. Yeah. She just handed me a card. Like because yeah. that used well, to make I wish me so would, mad. I wish they would just call it. This is for uh, obviously people not in Edmonton, who are listening to this, they they do... It's, it's a membership surcharge. So if you're going to a show at this at this venue, um, you can get a membership card and it lasts for a year or whatever. A year, yeah. But uh, it's $5 and you can get a guest in on it. So it, it's basically just a scheme for the venue to get a little bit more money. Just, and I wish they would just say it's a surcharge. Just charge put a surcharge on it because i've
0: never known anyone ever to like have their starlight card on them when when they go out i've never
1: i've lived here in edmonton for a decade now it's happened to me once right once if
0: you happen to like see a couple bands like within like a month span or something and like maybe you happen to put on the
1: same pair of pants or something (laughs) yeah so but it was truly truly one of the the coolest rock shows i've ever been to for sure For sure. Yeah. And it's just, I drank a lucky for the first time in years, I think. (laughs) Last night, yeah, I had a lucky as well, and I had another lucky that I started, and then it was ripped from my hand by some by some fucking monsters going by. I uh,
0: I had like probably three quarter quarters of one in my hand when the show started, and of course, as I was saying, like I started rocking out uncontrollably, then just like every now and then realizing, oh yeah, I need to drink this before this is undrinkable swill, which lucky uh, kind of already is, but I digress.
1: But you know it was awesome yeah. to be out back back at the show. People, if you're listening to this and the the Bronx are still touring for quite some time, do yourself a favor, oh. see that band. And if you're listening to the show, you're interested in hard music.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it, it, spoiler alert on the recommendations section of of, <laughs> yeah. of the show later, boyo. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, um, fantastic. Um, uh huh. Fantastic. I guess moving right along. Um, mm-hmm. So, we were talking before the show, and we realized we're a couple
1: of assholes. Be because is <laughs> asshole the right term? Like I think idiot. Like we're we're idiots. Idiot assholes. Yeah, let's 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 say that it's idiot bo- assholes. It's both. Yeah,
0: yeah. idiot assholes. <laughs> idiot assholes. I love it. Um, we realized that you know we're we're doing a podcast. You know, it's a you know non-standard medium or a modern medium and you know every podcast we listen to <laughs> you know people say hey where do you plug in what's your social or media get a
1: get a hold of us here's yeah. how you can contact us in our defense and maybe this is going a little behind the curtain or whatever we're recording a few of these before we release anything yeah so there isn't we can put we can, we have everything set up but it's it's a weird thing in your mind if you're not about to release this episode. Yeah, to we, we literally have and not tweeted yet because but. we're idiot assholes. <laughs> we're idiot assholes. Um, so we're going to make up for that right now. Yes. Um, somehow not unlike us uh, getting the title
0: of uh of the podcast. Um, you can reach us on Twitter at Detroit Talk City. That's it, or, or you can uh, reach us via email at uh, Detroit Talk City Pod. At gmail dot com. So, mm-hmm. getting that out of the way, and we will try to remember that from now on. <laughs> and
1: detroittalkcity.com dot Ab- com. Well. Absolutely, yeah. So, um, and we'll 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 plug that repeatedly um, at the end of the show, in, and, incessantly. And we're idiots, so we're probably still going to forget to do it, probably. But um, it's all about putting in the effort and having the intention of following through. <laughs> Uh, absolutely, I've always
0: said that that great art, great content, it's not about how you enjoy it. It's about intention. It doesn't matter if this sucks or not. Did they intend for it to be good? That's really what I'm interested in. Like, were their hearts in the right place? <laughs> Let's throw them a bone.
1: Oh, they good for them. They tried. They tried. <laughs> you know? They failed miserably. Um, one thing I will say. I haven't had to derail us with some tech thing so far. Then that, you know, we were two for two. Yeah, we're not out of the woods yet.
0: Well, no, at I... all. No, no. Oh, <laughs> except there's kind of a tech thing oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you fuck. <laughs>
1: um, so, um, technical thing about podcasts is you generally have a um, a a windscreen like a a a, a pop pro- a, a pop protector. Yeah, if you pop your peas. Yeah, uh, but. Um, because I am an idiot, idiot asshole. I, I forgot to bring our, I our pop filters. I can't believe
0: you're just saying that there was no technical thing. We are literally talking into socks.
1: Yes. <laughs> However, my point was I wasn't derailing us because of, like, a pressing tech thing. Listen, it had um, to so, get derailed. So I'm going to finish what I was talking about. Okay, so instead of, our, uh, instead of our pop filters, uh, we... Came up with a rather ingenious DIY alternative. I thought you were going to say radical idea, because that's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Um, we just put a, uh, some socks on our microphones, and it seems to be working. We're hoping so. They're not matching socks.
0: No, this is this is an old uh, Euler sock that I've got over here, actually. Oh. No. You've got a fancy Tommy Hilfiger sock.
1: Ooh. Yeah, so. It's I really the... our personalities.
0: Yeah. I'm more about... of a
1: Hilfiger. figure. <laughs>
0: mine's got a couple holes in it so i thought like that might be weird like it's clearly an old sock it's clean but i kind of i was like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah i just felt like that might be weird you just
1: talking into my old gross sock. there's got to be some some sort of fetish behind that <laughs> like i'm not into it but there must but, be people who are but into god it. god bless you if you are yeah i love it a listener if you're into dirty socks let us know on your mouth let us know <laughs> Okay. There's a reason why we gave
0: out that. At our Twitter, media. at, at, at Detroit, Detroit Talk City. City. Absolutely. Um, I think that is the uh, perfect time for us to uh, take a break.
1: Yeah. Um, and while you're on this break, you can check out our Twitter at, at, at. Detroit Talk City and send us an email, email at Detroit Talk City at gmail.com. We'll be right back. Louder! You want some more?
0: Hey, welcome back, everybody. um So, I am, sorry, Kiss fans. Uh, here we are. We are finally going to talk about Kiss. I know it probably you probably really hate <laughs> how little Kiss we talk about in the first segment, but hey, it's our show. We do what we want to do.
1: Yeah, and the sh- it's the show isn't
0: just about Kiss. Exactly. Like you know, what other Kiss podcasts are you going to get such in depth talk about the Bronx?
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> And specific Bronx shows in a city in Canada.
0: Yeah, which I I don't know if we mentioned in the first segment, but yeah, my ears are still ringing like crazy. Mm -hmm. Going to sleep last night was insane. We're we're old enough to know to wear ear protection. Yeah, kids wear your hearing protection when you go to a show. Like I had to. I had a quick turnaround for having to go to work uh, today. Like I, I got home at one in the morning and had to get up at 6 and just like laying there like just just like sounding like there's like an alarm going off in my head being like Okay, you can get, like, maybe five hours of sleep if somehow the noises go away. You just fall asleep. <laughs> and, uh, shockingly, don't feel horrible today. I don't know. I don't know. It's incredible. Well, yeah.
1: um... Anyway,
0: let's get should, into it. Should we talk about Sonic Boom? Let's talk about Sonic Boom. Okay. Um, so, we alluded to it on the uh, last episode, but, um... This is an an interesting album from KISS for several reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the ones that I, I brought up initially with you is that this is the only album that um, was exclusively sold through Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, meaning you can't get it on Spotify, which is how we usually uh, play little clips of the songs. So
1: it's made it a little more interesting for us mm-hmm. audio-wise today. Um, uh, so you can go to Walmart and buy your copy or or you can go on youtube and just listen to it. Exactly. Yeah. Um I do know that um when they
0: um were selling the CD, I I can't imagine they still sell that CD at Walmart. Uh, well, no,
1: and it came with like a 20-page booklet, right? And and and, and, a, and a CD of re-recorded greatest hits. Oh, they were re-recorded? Because <laughs> re-recorded. Re- like the the second album like reading the songs on it, at least it's like a, a full album of like bangers. No, <laughs> no, and it's all re-recorded
0: with Tommy Thayer and Eric Singer. So, I ask of you this: Who wants to hear new versions without the original band on them? I just, I just can't imagine. You'd have to be the biggest, biggest Kiss fanatic,
1: Kiss ass that there is. Yeah, I don't. I. I it's the the logic behind that just doesn't really make sense, well, especially because they're so, like. M- Maximizing the amount of money you can make is important, and, and I then just, that's that's what it's about. But re-recording the songs, I just don't know what would drive people to want to. Well, oh now yeah. I have to get those. Well,
0: here's what I've what I've I've heard theorized is that um, by re-recording those songs, they then own those versions of the songs. So like when mm. you play like Rock Band and you and you play a song like Detroit Rock City, you're actually getting the re-recorded version (laughs) you're not getting the version from the 70s or if you hear it in a in a commercial or whatever that's the stuff that you're gonna hear from now on it's yet another pretty genius way to like maximize profits and this was their profit-based band
1: and this was their first studio album in like what 11 years since
0: psycho circus yeah um yeah yeah, (sighs) so um you've got um Interestingly, the, uh, the cover art was the, guy, the same artist that did uh, the art for Rock and Roll Over, one of their most beloved covers. A pretty cool-looking uh, cover from the 70s, definitely iconic. Um, the problem with a lot of that is that it features pictures, and I want to get into this, of Eric Singer and Tommy Thayer wearing not just Kiss makeup, but other characters' makeup. And I have always thought this to be just the most terrible idea.
1: Hmm.
0: Why is Tommy Thayer dressed like the spaceman, Ace Freely? That's Ace Freely's character. It's the same with Eric Singer being the cat man, you know, uh, uh, Peter Chris. And so it's weird to look at it. It's like, you know, you know, it,
1: yeah, it, kind of just makes them out to be like the blue man group you could just like plug people in and just
0: yeah well i've i've heard that that's that that is like the plan eventually that they're to just be like a branded kiss band like where none of the members like paul and gene are gone but it's not but it's but it's not like a tribute band it's they're just kiss that makes total sense yeah like it's like in in you know 20 30 years in vegas i can I mean, if the world is around anymore, um, <laughs> I I guarantee we'll see a KISS like How long <laughs> until there's a KISS Broadway musical? Oh, my God. You don't think that they've already tried to get that going? Oh. I, 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 <laughs> Gene's, Gene's practically point. creaming himself thinking of the money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he sees those Billy Joel, those, those Queen Dollars flying in. Oh. oh, man.
1: Well, should we get into talking a bit? more specifically about this record yeah i just wanted
0: to really like just you know to think that it's so gross you know just with them with the makeup and just playing dress up it i think it really is is I, and i'm not a huge kiss fan but it's just a slap in the face to to not just the members but
1: the, mm-hmm. like the former but members this, but this, but, this but album was like super well received though yes wasn't
0: okay. it? um definitely by the fans yeah it was and I always found it mystifying because w- this was the first album for when it was released. I was actively, like, really listening to rock music and and aware of it. And they hyped this album up as, like, this is a return to our classic 70s Kiss sound. Oh, man. Right. So even though I can see, Chris, that you're thinking, like, it's a pretty good sounding album and, you know, it's produced well. Mm-hmm. Does it sound like an album from the 70s? No. I don't know. It, it does not.
1: Like, there's maybe maybe some songs in it that you can see little like, little like, snippets. Okay, like, okay, like uh, I that yeah. that reminds me of times, yeah, gone by. Yeah, um, yeah. but <sighs> yeah, I just there's Scott. There, there this this album was <laughs> not good. No, it's tough. I I
0: yeah, what, what were some of the ones that uh, that caught your attention?
1: Um, in terms of. Uh, not liking or, whatever, or should I whatever, start? Should I start positively? I, I, okay.
0: <laughs> finding positives. Good on you, man. Um,
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> the one song. Um, I I wrote a little more specific notes on this episode for him. Yeah, but Chris tra- started writing tra- notes. Track <laughs> track seven. All for the glo- all oh for the Oh my god! That's. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on. Could, oh, I, should I just? Oh no! The no, notes? no let, let I'm have gonna it. read. I'm. Let me have it. All for the glory. Reminds me of Danko and Bon Jovi. Oh, okay. I I genuinely like this song top to bottom.
0: Chris, you—I don't even know. I can't even look at you right now. You all for the glory is the one that stood out. A first of all, the Danko thing. I'll address Danko one day with with, with the kiss thing.
1: I love that it reminds me of Danko, and it eh. was like after Danko has been making albums for a long time.
0: Right. And I... its the only song sung by Eric Singer. On the album. Okay. So I wrote some notes, too, yep. and I shit you not. These are the notes that I wrote for All for the Glory. Eric Singer sings this, something I guess I can imagine someone somewhere asked for. Same goes for the song sung by Tommy Thayer, When Lightning Strikes. That's literally what I wrote. It was like, who, who asked for this? Yeah. And this is the one that stood out to you i love it i love um, it kudos, kudos man
1: yeah it's i don't know it was something and maybe it was just um because it comes right after hot and cold and like <laughs> there's something about Gene's songs on this album especially like the the gene songs where oh, he's yeah. a trying to be songs. A, where he's being a badass and trying to show how cool he is it's they really got on my nerve this time. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's,
0: it. there's really only one demon song on this album. Yeah. Like that's the, uh, the animal one. I'm an animal. But yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> too hot, you're too cold. Yeah, or <laughs> Russian roulette, the, the second song in album. Yeah, can you, can the, you yeah, play I'll, a I'll, little I'll bit I'll of that pull one? It
0: up. That one, that one's truly it, an, an earworm. It makes me
1: uncomfortable. Like that, ah, 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 yeah, and like especially the it's the the bridge going into the chorus where it like speeds up. You've got the it, hunger, yeah. Much it's too much. It's oh, like man. there's so many. Kiss songs are already like mildly rapey, but this one just is like.
0: <laughs> All right, well, I guess it's some some ladies love me. Yeah, <laughs> let's see what we get. Yeah, I, I shit you not. I, I've I've, well, I've had this song in my head.
1: You're
0: gonna do even when you say you won't. So rough. I I
1: mean,
0: it's away, away. Yeah, I. Um, <laughs> what, what, what? Uh, another thing that struck me about that one is it's it's a real awful example. Well, no, it's a real prime example. That is to say of. Just the most cliched lyrics in the world. Where it's like, are you are you in a battle with Spinal Tap to like come up with the most cliches like ever? Like out of the frying pan into the fire. Deck is loaded. Take a bite. More songs about just your gun being loaded. Or
1: in, in nobody's perfect. The the line nobody's perfect, but maybe I come awful close. I, I know. <laughs>
0: that then that that's another one where i was i was talking about the the song with uh with james the other day and he brought up a good point um the melody is just awful to Mm -hmm. to that song like it's the laziest the laziest thing like like, i'm gonna strike when the iron's hot tonight (laughs) like yeah it's it's good we've got it boom
1: uh Uh, yeah though the worst song on this album and the worst song we've listened to so far in this podcast is track five stand okay stand it's, it's like stand is a yeah i'm glad like i glad, glad we're getting every transition in music in this song makes me mad <laughs> like every choice is like embarrasses me
0: it's <laughs> embarrassing. Like the um,
1: note, the note I had is this makes me not want to keep listening to the album. Um, like f- fair enough. What what I hate
0: about it is that it's so disingenuous. Like it's exactly what Kiss is not about. Yeah. Like, okay, I've actually got the lyrics pulled pulled up mm-hmm. here. I, I wanted to to read some of them just to see show how <laughs> ridiculous these are. Like Gene literally says, "I'll be there until the end. Count on me. You've always got a friend." I'll be the last when the others are passing you by. Now, this
1: <laughs> what the fuck is
0: <laughs> I I okay, so th- there's that mm.
1: there's
0: Gene Simmons is very prominently featured in uh The Decline of Western Civilization Part 2: The Metal Years and there's literally a part in it when <laughs> Gene's talking about um drugs and and dealing with drug users. And, he's, and he says, "In it, I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but it's like, and that's when you have to stop being the friends, because it's like someone drowning; they'll just drag you down with them."
1: Oh my god!
0: <laughs> I shit you not! And it's, 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 it's the first thing I thought of when I heard the song is like, "That is the,
1: how dare you!" Like Jean has never had a friend for longer than a year. Like no. He well yeah he he doesn't. That's not. that. He's just called this to Well you know he's got money he's got power you know you deserve things. This is standard. This is standard. This is standard. Sometimes when the days get rough, oh oh yeah right back because it's much that's <laughs> all I feel.
0: Mean. Yes. Yeah truly really, like it doesn't sound any different than something they would have put out in the age. It's just I produced better. Yeah. This happens to be a bad you rhythm. So the um the big song, if you want to call it that, was the first uh, single from the album, which had a video. I don't know if you checked out the official video. for yes, it. Yes, I did. Yeah, where
1: they're like the giants, giants walking, walking
0: around. Yeah. You know, whatever. You you get a look it's, at a. It's
1: it's campy, like the. The video is not the greatest, but, like, that part at least is, like, campy and fun.
0: Yeah, and, you, you know, you get a look at um their their stage show, and, you know, that, that's an iconic stage show. Mm-hmm. The makeup is iconic. Oh, it's, it's, I'll it's tell you, iconic. in the video,
1: I, it's just like, have you ever watched the videos of, like, the Russian kids who go on, like, skyscrapers and, like, hang off of them and stuff? Like the feeling I get in that of being like, oh no, oh no. That's the feeling I got in the, in the modern day Delive video when like Gene is getting like thrown through the air on wires and they're all on going over the crowd and stuff. I just have the feeling that I was like, oh no, 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 no. You are, oh, you're going to get hurt. Oh no.
0: (laughs) Dude, you're like a mark. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You'd be the perfect guy to go to a kiss show.
1: <laughs> no, but it's not that I'm thinking they're badass. I think they're old men and, like, oh, terrible things could happen. And that, the, and that,
0: like, the wires won't hold. Yeah. We could, we could have an Owen like, Hart situation on our hands.
1: Gene weighs 500 pounds. <laughs> well, it's like. <laughs> well, I'll play
0: this right now. So, what I, what I, I wanted to talk really about regarding modern day Delilah up. was this performance that they did on David Letterman's show. And. It's really, really sad. Like, and this was in 2009. This is right when the album came out. So this was like, you know, at the height of like when like the hype train was going on. Mm -hmm. You know, I think they played Kimmel at the same time as well. Listeners, do yourself a favor. Do Do yourself a favor. favor. (laughs) And it just gets worse from there, everybody. Quite literally, (laughs) fall in every. Here we go. just like half a step <laughs> to story shot shop, you know? Um It's really sad, you know, like the way that Paul looks here too. You know, he's shirtless, but he's, he's finally reached the point where he shouldn't be shirtless anymore. And so then like,
1: like you look at Gene, right? <laughs> well, like what I said before we start recording, Jean's like, wearing like five layers of armor. Yeah,
0: what could you be hiding? Yeah. <laughs> what's what's,
1: what's like, you know,
0: That's 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 truly one of the most compulsive thoughts that ever happened. <laughs> cool. yeah. Just imagine Gene Simmons underneath the armor yeah. <laughs> with just like especially like during a show like when he's like maybe like, he like spat some blood and like breathe
1: fire so Seems like and if you wanna get the real set think of the girls that get picked out combat come and then get out hang out with the kids you ever smelled like oh, like a creative and guys who dress up in armor and fight I'm happy to say I haven't <laughs> uh, it's, like it's hockey equipment or football equipment I'm a thousand because it's just like these ch- chubby dudes fighting and it's uh, the only people I can this like crazy yeah so it's just That.
0: <laughs> Sorry, oh. I, I had to give Chris the silent cue just because we wanted to, wanted to pull oh. out for that Paul Scream. Oh, at all. boy, yeah. I'm, <laughs> that was always what, what stuck with me, was like after the hype for this album. Was like I was like, okay, I'll check them out on Letterman. Like, whoa, uh, time has not been kind. Well,
1: uh, we've been critical of those. I'm going to name a couple other songs on this album that...
0: I, oh, okay. So
1: track number three, never enough. I've got a lot to say about this one. My response was, "Yep, okay." Now, my friend,
0: we've got, we've, I've got, I've got some bad news for you regarding okay. this song. Okay. Um, you ever heard the song "Nothing But a Good Time" by Poison? mm Hmm. You ever maybe think that there might be some similarities between "Never Enough" and? Nothing but a good time. I'd like to play them back to back for you right now and oh, wonderful. see what see what you have to think. Uh, so here's Kiss Never Enough. Just let it go for a little bit because I want to write it here so i call and say oh yeah. Don't get enough. You never get enough.
1: That? Yeah.
0: No time that rest my head. And this is poison. This is poison for well, 1988 This this is why I look like a dog, though, I guess. Uh, um but yeah,
1: just just let's, let's just get like a little bit. He said yeah, not, yeah. yeah instead of yeah.
0: Get it's quick, like there's even like this little little break and then oh my god
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know oh, yeah, so
0: it's, I make it. it's the exact credited. same song
1: are they all three credited because they all listen to that Poison song and then we're like let's do that See what,
0: what kills me about it is that Poison for a lot of their career were just such an active Kiss ripoff too. Mm-hmm. So then, to then have Kiss ripping off Poison, it's like a snake eating its, it's own a feedback loop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just it's just insanity. So um, yeah, I. Okay. I, well, <laughs>
1: so, are this, there I you, love this there is a digression it. of me being positive. <laughs> um, uh, another one. Uh, we we we've already gone through my through my thoughts on all for the glory. Um, uh, I'm, an anim- I'm an animal. I'm an animal. My my thoughts in listening to it. It's fun. It's 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 an inoffensive you know it's rocker. Like it's that's like probably more than any other song on this album. I listen to it. I'm like yeah, that's Kiss. And they're like and they're, yeah. it's there's stupid stuff in the song, but like top to bottom, I'm at least they're like having fun and doing. Their, sure. Their thing, yeah, yeah. Like it well, doesn't. Yeah. They're not trying. Like they're not doing. like yeah. Trying too hard or doing something weird that they're not suited.
0: Well, it's like for. it's like I was saying earlier. I think it's the only album or a song on the album where it's the demon character, mm-hmm. you know, actually shining through. So yeah, I I I can I can dig it. And actually, the last song in the album,
1: say yeah, I don't mind it either. <laughs> I my thoughts on it was it's the the, the the what I wrote was this is what I like about Kiss. Until the acoustic breakdown. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. that's like much like a lot of the songs on the album. That choice is just like what? what, You had me going, and you had me actually like amped up, and then just just this baffling breakdown.
0: Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> my one thought on the "When Lightning Strikes." Yeah, um, is that Tommy Ch- Thayer's song? Gene must be pissed that Tommy finally wrote the song that Gene's been trying to write for forty years. Ooh. Shots fired! <laughs> wow. Um uh, I just it was that was me writing after like listening to all the uh, listening to the whole album mm-hmm. and being driven nuts by Gene's songs on the album. So Tommy wrote was like, yeah, bet that hurt Gene's feelings, right?
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> they, the, his songs are just the most obnoxious. Russian roulette, never enough. Uh, <laughs> hot and cold, hot and cold. Yeah,
1: yeah, boy. Uh and then the one I, I re we've talked about most of this album more yeah. than we have other ones, but mm-hmm. just the one rhyme in Danger Us. <laughs> the Danger You, Danger, danger Me, <laughs> Danger <laughs> Us. And like the song is a recipe. It's like <laughs> two par- it's, it's yeah, that song's stupid. And they hit it at the near the end. It's almost it's almost like it's
0: almost like pleasantly stupid, like danger us. Like it's just like you know, like a eureka moment. Like, guys, dangerous. It could be danger to us. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and then uh. you could just you could just see the song start to write itself. Danger, you,
1: d- danger d- me,
0: want me? <laughs> I don't know. We'll work on it. Fun with words. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. Sh- should we close that out for this talk? For on this album? for
0: our thoughts on Sonic Boom, I I think we've uh, we've we've covered. Do as you have much any as...
1: any final thoughts on
0: it? Um, I have a weird relationship with it. I think it's a disgrace. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would be a lot more okay with it if it weren't for the makeup issue, and mm-hmm. if it weren't for the supposed this is a return to classic yeah. kiss.
1: It's just dishonesty, and like, and kiss has been. They're so good at just being like, yeah, fuck it, this is what we're doing now. It's just like, yeah. be honest to what you're doing. Like, it's yeah. not It's not that. It's not going back to the 70s. You're just, you're doing Kiss.
0: Yeah, it's forgettable. Like it's
1: always, always, cha- like, it's Pop always, rock. Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah, so, yeah, it is what it is. Um, I will say this. It's definitely more memorable when we'll get into it, because they put out one album after this. Mm-hmm. They kind of did a quick turnaround, actually, compared to, uh, the time between Psycho Circus and uh, Sonic Boom, the
1: album Monster, mm-hmm. um, far more forgettable. The, that I'll, I'll say the that. One, so. The one, one thing that my final thought on it yeah. is just about the uh, the video for Modern Day Delilah. The crowd shots. It reminded me of uh, Scott and I went down. We went down to L.A. and we saw Tom Petty play. How many years ago would that be? Like four? that was twenty.
0: That was twenty fourteen.
1: Yeah, so four years ago, mm-hmm. and that audience was obviously a very old audience. Yeah, but the crowd in the kiss audience seemed like the redneck version of the (laughs) audience we saw at tom petty of all these old people like yeah jamming out and it's i just loved in the video they zoomed in on like the five women that were there find
0: whatever young attractive people there are there and you 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 pin that fucking camera Uh down there but um for sure (laughs) yeah but good for them for having a video isn't that isn't that nice like a like a modern band <laughs> didn't even have to hop around like a crazy person all right so um okay I guess yeah to f- officially close out um sonic boom I gotta ask you after hmm. listening to this album what is your kiss army status you ready wow. to join the war or are you still a draft dodger
1: well I think I'm committing to buy uh Putting a down payment on a mortgage in Canada because I've draft dodged and I'm, I feel like I'm starting to set up a life up like here. Like it's time. Like I, like Dynasty feels like a beautiful dream since. Yeah, since I, I I miss it. Like this. Oh yeah,
0: actually to share a kind of a kind of a fun story. Um, it was pretty close to after we recorded our Dynasty episode. I went over to your place, Chris, and we're just hanging out, sitting at his uh, kitchen table, having some drinks. And what does Chris put on YouTube? But he puts on Dynasty. It's like you're hmm, we've finished reviewing the album and you're putting it on in your free time. I love it. Yeah.
1: Um I <laughs> so. will not be doing the same with Sonic. How Boom. how how about you? As a draft dodger what oh does Sonic God. Boom do? Is it, are you signing up? Are you ready to go
0: overseas? Sonic Boom was what put the nail in the kiss coffin for me years ago. <laughs> you know, It seems
1: like a great one to do <laughs> number three on our <laughs> podcast. I know.
0: Okay. Well, that brings me to um, our next segment because um, – well, no, it's not deck. Well, I guess it's it's a natural transition. Um, I kind of feel like I've been being unfair with choosing the albums. Of um, just <laughs> I knew Sonic Boom was going to be just a total stinkeroo. Um, so I'm gonna make our next Kiss my assignment. Um, I say we go right to the beginning, the album Kiss. Oh really? We're gonna try a, a beloved one, and oh, man,
1: some might think, some might say, we should have done that on our first episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, but we we've addressed it. I specifically yeah. wanted to avoid that. You know, I really think we would have been boring for us to just go through all the '70s albums <laughs> totally. and just and just wait for the beautiful rancid meat of the '80s. You know, <laughs> like because it took all all I could all I could do to not choose. Um, uh, animal Eyes uh-huh. or Asylum so so, uh,
1: so we're doing Kiss Kiss first studio al- album first and studio album when did that come out Seventies. 70- no that's like 73 73?
0: I think 73 uh, might be a little before that I'm, I'm not sure oh great um, well I'm looking forward to yeah. getting in yeah, we'll, original Kiss yeah, and I promise you Kiss fans if you've managed to stick around hate listen to us we we will give it a fair shake for real mm-hmm. you you heard this maniac complimenting <laughs> stuff on Sonic Boom today <laughs> okay so he's we're definitely gonna find uh, for i i know i can tell you right now as a little teaser it has my favorite kiss song on it it's the first song on the first album strutter you know so yeah so there we go uh that takes us to our next segment and this one is all you my friend it's time for the chris kiss quote
1: all right so um this is this is so much fun finding kiss quotes and uh (laughs) Uh, one note you gave me last week. Yeah, maybe it's not even a note. It was just that it was it was a lot of Jean quotes. So they're
0: so abundant.
1: But okay, <laughs> there's a, a few different voices in this one, so I'm going to try my best to do a proper quote. During another argument, Jean snapped at Peter. Peter, you are an illiterate idiot who can't read or even talk correctly and never finished school. Yeah, said Peter. And I'm in the same band as you. To this day, this remains the smartest thing I ever heard Peter say. Paul Stanley. Hey. hey. Um.
0: Oh yeah? Well, if I'm stupid
1: then you're stupid too. I'm in the same band as you so what is that at this uh what does that say about you? Okay. I'm not I'm not
0: admitting that I'm not stupid. I'm just saying that you are stupid too.
1: I just love you. You're an Ill- illiterate idiot who can't read or even talk correctly, and never finished school.
0: I like that he's illiterate, and he can't read. Yeah. Also,
1: like one is <laughs>
0: one's bad enough, but but to be illiterate, illiterate and, and not be able read? to read. Um, oh, but it's a, it's a yeah, hard life. And, but Paul is right. That's hilarious. And I like that. That was a quote from Paul. So we got we got a taste of all of, of three of the original four. Yeah, and that quote. I thought it was a nice, sweet one. Well done. Mm-hmm. I love it. Once again, the Chris Kiss quote—a bad, a home run, bad, 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 and home run. Bad, bad hey, home hey run. folks! Baseball season just started. Who you got? A swing of the bat. Uh, uh, touch them all. Yeah, you, you like you like baseball. <laughs> I, I I really do like baseball. Yeah, yeah. Blue Jays guy. Yeah, well, we're Canadian. Yeah. 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 It's pretty lame. I, I try to, um, I try to be for the Mariners. Mm hmm. Like, like, I've been to several Mariners games, um, but I
1: have, I have a soft spot for the Giants because that's the only, I've never, I've never been to a Blue Jays game, but I've been to a Giants been, game. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's go. why
0: for me it's the Mariners. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we'll get, we'll keep you guys posted <laughs> on all 162 games this season. Uh-huh. Uh You know, it's going to be a great one. Um, uh, Uh, seventh inning stretch root 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 (laughs) okay let's get out of this nightmare um okay um so 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 it's time for recommendations and just to be clear we're not recommending baseball that's just a general recommendation Mm -hmm. okay um so um i alluded to it earlier I'll, i'll just say my recommendation first uh you gotta check out if if you don't see the Bronx live, you have to at least check out their music. Um, it would be too easy for me to just say, just uh, all their albums. You should, but they're all titled the Bronx. Uh, but fans refer to them as one, two, three, four, five. So I'm going to throw out their, their latest album. It was I, my favorite album of last year. Bronx five or Bronx B R V N X. As it's also known, mm-hmm. check it out. It's a barn burner. Um, what
1: else is there to say? You yeah, know? and um, I'm gonna be super lame, and I'm just gonna recommend the Bronx too. <laughs> oh yeah, wow. the show is great. I'm gonna recommend Bronx Four. Awesome. Uh, it's my favorite album of theirs. But I that was my favorite album of
0: 2013. Yeah, but um, it just <laughs> just go listen to everything by them. Yeah,
1: it they they really are my my favorite band. That's like that, that's that, that, touring and making making putting out albums. They're just. They're just, they're so great. They're they're just pure, pure punk rock and roll greatness.
0: Absolutely. So there you have it, folks. Um, Check out the fucking Bronx. All
1: right. Um, Oh, I had one. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, please. I just wanted to uh, pipe in to let everybody know that I do not know if my star rating changed on IMDb.
0: (laughs) I actually had it written down to to fucking ask
1: you again, like, how how are you? How are your credits? Uh, c- credits, credits, credits are doing fine. They're doing fine. I uh, Chris credits Cook. Yep. Yeah. C Um, I uh I do not know what my star rating is. I have not checked my IMDb since we recorded our last episode. Oh, because I am not haven't filmed anything, and also I know what's on there. It's not going to change. Listen, you bring it up
0: every show. Yeah, um, you bring it up to me constantly in in, listen, in personal
1: time. Casting directors might be listening to our show about Kiss, and they need to know that I'm aware of my of my. <laughs> I can't even finish it. I fucking he's hate myself. Crying. He's He's got actual tears. Oh. Uh,
0: but it's from it's from laughter. You we know? almost we-
1: got through a whole episode without me talking about this shit, and I. Uh, it makes me want to just listen. Die. <laughs> it's a little
0: much. <laughs> Listen, I have nothing to live for. This, this, <laughs> this, this podcast has me holding on by a thread. We're
1: talking seriously about <laughs> Sonic
0: Boom. What would you rather talk about? Like Sonic the Hedgehog? You pro- Probably. Yeah, coming out in 2019. Right, from our friends on uh, the Doughboys. Mm-hmm. Yes, Evan Susser. Yeah. Shout out to the Doughboys.
1: Great podcast on Check the HeadGum Network now. Is that what it, that they went to eventually? Yeah. They were just uh, the episode. Uh, this uh, I'm saying it's gonna date us as if people were gonna know. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> um, yeah, they they went over just the latest episode about um, I think it's about Coco's the. the oh diamond. yeah, with Allison Rose and yeah. yeah, I saw that. Just got I think posted it today. They're on HeadGum, yeah. Gum, which is great. Good for Good. them. Awesome.
0: All right. Well, that's um, basically enough for our podcast, but I'm going to try and do the professional thing like we did before the break. We want to remind you um, do you have any plugs at all? No, you're not working. <laughs> you're um,
1: an unemployed jerk. If you want to you check me out on Netflix, you can just check out Damnation on oh, yeah. Netflix. It's uh, streaming now.
0: Mm-hmm. What about social media?
1: Uh, social media I'm at L- Chris Cook on Twitter and on Instagram
0: yeah you can find me at scatmanmalone, both on Twitter and Instagram I don't post very much but you know what the hell reach out and connect and of course uh, if you want to get in contact with anything regarding the show uh, we're on, on Twitter at Detroit talk City and email Detroit talk city pod at gmail.com detroit talk city dot com. Uh, that's gonna be it for today and remember, it don't mean spit to us
1: a <laughs> a
0: <laughs> that's a Socks and Crocs Production.